Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up? It's me, Dave Stone, former co-host of the Boogie Monster podcast. From 2016 to 2023, myself and my good buddy, Kyle Kinane, we'd get together each week, ramble on about ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, other mysteries of the universe. Uh, At least that was our initial intentions. Uh, But if you've listened before, you know that it usually devolved into disjointed rants about vans and fried chicken. During that time, we also had a Patreon page. We would offer up exclusive bonus episodes to our patrons, usually in the form of Q&A sessions. And even though the Boogie Monster is currently on an indefinite hiatus, we're offering up those old bonus episodes to the general population so that everyone can enjoy our old nonsense. Hopefully, someday soon, we'll dust off our microphones and resurrect the Boogie Monster. But until then, please enjoy this blast from the past from your old pals, Kyle and Dave. Thanks for listening. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. We're in. We're in. Uh, yeah, well, am, am I in? Wait, hold on. What? What? Okay, there it is. What never, you, nothing. What are you talking about? Huh? What are you talking about? Right. It's never good when you have to ask. <laughs> if it's in? <laughs> have you ever had to do that? No, I just think it's funny. Like the guy who's not sure. <laughs> is that it? Well, I mean, it's in something. Huh. Uh, well, that's one way to start it. Yeah, you man. Wanna, we could just start over. <laughs> we could start over. You want to start over? No, I don't, okay. but we, I'm saying we could. We're in charge. Yeah, we can do whatever we want, especially today, because mm-hmm. it's a bonus. Bonus Q&A. Uh-huh. We've been off the bonus Q&As for a yeah. bit. <clears throat> Thanks for sticking in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're back. And, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, thanks for hanging in. Yeah, appreciate we, y'all. Didn't, didn't get you on for a couple months. Or, yeah been a rough summer but uh, we're back it's been a whole damn thing it's been, <clears throat> been one thing after another but uh oh I before we hit record we were both doing uh norm mcdonald impressions, bad norm so, mcdonald person i'll try not to carry that over it uh you know no don't worry you're not the episode yeah. <laughs> every time i think i'm doing it, I'm like that's terrible yeah it's so bad i can't do it i can't do anybody like uh Okay, and just not good at it. Uh, you've done voices. Yeah, yeah but like not impressions. 
<laughs> no, where there's no nothing to measure it to. Yeah. Yeah, I don't ever have a need to. What if I kind of sound like, nope, nope. So I don't have the self-esteem trend impression. Man. Speaking of voices, let's just out of nowhere plug the thing. <clears throat> Paradise PD, baby, yeah, coming man. out tomorrow night. It is going to upset people. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it one of those? Yep. It should, as we're recording, comes out tomorrow night. But as you're listening to this, it should already be out on Netflix. So, well, uh, when's this coming out? Well, I don't know. Tomorrow, maybe. Yeah. Well, uh, Paradise PD whatever. on Netflix. How many episodes are they doing? Do you know? I did the first season. Like ten? Uh, I don't know. I think it was ten. Cool, man. <clears throat> yeah, check it out. It's a thing. It's a fun thing. You're a drug-sniffing dog? I'm a drug-sniffing dog that sniffs all the drugs. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, a lot of jokes where there's like ha-ha jokes, and then there's, oh, man. Oh, really? <laughs> like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I said that. Oh, that's yeah, awesome, it's Yeah, it's going to piss off plenty of people. Well, cool, man. I can't wait <laughs> so, to watch it. How are you? What's going on, Dave? Oh, I'm good, man. Just uh, stayed up all night. I got two hours sleep. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Gilbert Lowen is in Old town. Oh, kill. Uh, listeners may remember him from our very first live podcast uh, we did last year in Atlanta at Red Clay Comedy Festival. He was jumping in there. He's, yeah. uh, one of our guests. Just uh, just a great dude. Just a fun-loving mm-hmm. dude. And whenever he's in town, that uh, silly Billy. We go pretty hard. I mean, we didn't. We weren't drinking or anything. We we were getting into some edibles. And uh, when when Gilbert's in town, we like to get really high and watch Vietnam documentaries. <laughs> That's. <laughs> <laughs> that new Ken Burns Vietnam documentary. Is it new? Documentary. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's fairly new. It's on Netflix. I'm looking now. it up. Yeah, I'm Vietnam. assuming it's new. I, I wasn't really familiar with it. I, I like all. I pretty much seen all his stuff. I've seen that Ken Burns baseball documentary twenty five times. That's one of those that like because that narrator that Ken Burns has used in a few of those docs. But whoever the guy is that's doing, uh, I think it's the same guy that did Civil War. Yeah, the guy does Space War. That's just one of those things I'll put on and like, like go to sleep to, just, just almost like white <clears throat> noise, just soothing. That's we've been listening. I tell you, we, Rachel, I've been listening to this book about the secret life of trees. No, it's just some English guy talking about trees. I haven't made it past three minutes, <laughs> and it, it's not that it's like it's just a soothing uh-huh. Englishman. Yeah, you know. As the roots grow, they reach out and sometimes connect with other roots. I didn't put an accent in there, but it's such a soothing huh. English guy uh, talking about trees. Oh, that's Every cool, night man. puts me right to sleep. That's cool. Real you know, lullaby. You know what my thing lately has been? Um, not that this is an incredibly unique way to go about it, but um, this last few weeks, a couple times a week, like at late at night when all the work's done, I'm not going out, I'm home from shows or whatever, I'm uh, I'm just putting on some records mm-hmm. and uh, get high, listen to some vinyl or whatever you know, uh, you know some Google Play or whatever with the Bluetooth, but and then put on Planet Earth but put it on mute. So I'm listening to whatever you know some some tunes and then watching Planet Earth wow. on mute, <clears throat> high as shit. And sometimes I don't know if this is really happening or if it's the edibles, like, but like oh shit, it's sinking up. Oh uh, my god! I can hear you dropping out of college all over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I love it, man. I love like just uh, plugging all the holes. I like I like the information from Planet Earth though. Yeah, I, I, I like how too. they bring the suspense in there. Yeah, you know? that's true. I mean, the narration's great, but like just something about just watching just you know just on in the background like oh look at those mountain goats you ever see, you ever seen letter kenny 
It's a Canadian show. Were we talking about that? Are those the, like the hockey dudes. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I have like seen hillbillies. That. Yeah, it was. I, we were watching that last night. Oh, really? Yeah, after the shows, I ordered pizza. I got Domino's. Uh huh. Why do I? Why do I ever do that? Kyle, you've been scorned because it's many late. Times. It's late, and I just need something. Uh-huh. But the one I got two because I had a coupon. One pizza showed up, looked like it had a fucking stroke. Half of it slid off. Uh huh. You know, I'm just like, what am I doing? <laughs> Like what is this? That took a beat for what me. <laughs> yeah, he opened it up. A this thing looks like it had a stroke. Like <laughs> half the toppings are dripping off the side. Oh, <laughs> man! Speaking of which, uh, we did the. I, I, I talked about this before, but uh, we repeated uh, one of the fattest moves we've ever done. Katie and I last night, uh, as, having Gilbert as a house guest. Uh, one o'clock in the morning, we're all high as shit, and of course they get the munchies. Yeah, and uh, we got pie delivered again, <laughs> and uh, got some delivered pie. Just to say again, we've got we got pie delivered again. And they got three slices. They got uh, mm. when you order from Astro Diner here in town, they on the menu it just says fruit pies and cream pies. And when you order from like DoorDash or Uber Eats, they don't tell you you're just getting a fruit pie and you're getting a cream pie. So they ordered two cream <laughs> fruit, pies and one fruit, fruit pie. pie. Yeah. And uh, they sent us two slices of coconut cream pie, and uh, both slices uh, riddled with mold. Really? Moldy pie. Disastro family restaurant. So I called, and uh, after some uh, uh, language barriers uh, were negotiated, uh, was able to get uh, a $12 credit. So <clears throat> next time I go in, I can get more... Hey, would you like some free? Uh, you like a free <laughs> version of the thing that we fucked up? That place for all the stuff that's turned over in that neighborhood. Like oh, I can't believe that's gone. I can't believe that's gone. That's one of those things. Like I can't believe that's still here. Yeah, and it's overpriced. I got too. wicked food poisoning from there. Did you really? Yeah. Wow, I got the pasta primavera. Wow, that's. Uh, I've that's... never like if something takes me out, I actually respect it. Hmm. Like when, like when a true warrior falls in battle, but goes like worthy adversary. <laughs> That's how I feel. If something takes me out, I'm like, ah, you've bested me. <laughs> uh, tip of the hat to you. Pasta Primavera, that's the same thing that uh, Russell Dalrymple in the <clears throat> Seinfeld episode got food poisoning from. Really? The president of NBC, George and Jerry are pitching their pilot, and oh, yeah. long story short, but... Elaine sneezed all over his pasta from the fair and he got uh, food poisoning from it. Uh, well, this isn't what people paid to hear. Yeah. <clears throat> What's up, you fucking dickheads? <laughs> I'm going to answer your questions. <laughs> oh, God. I love it. It's the ones that are the nicest yeah. to us that I'm the meanest Yeah, to. we appreciate the $4 a month, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Let me do it. Let you me let me suck. be the enemy. Let me be the enemy, Dave. You got to be the nice guy. I know. I I, I need this. You're the nice fella. But seriously, thank you so much, guys. We it is much appreciated. Appreciate the support. And, uh, uh, yeah, man. Let's get to it. I'm going to start with this one. Oh, are you in? Uh, now? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay. Oh, is it in now? Oh, okay, God now damn. we can. Go. Yeah, don't worry. I'm in. There it is. Stephen Krauss says, Dave, not to make light of your situation, but the guy who had a Dave ID, debit card, and your (sighs) PIN number said Alternative Dimension Dave. Maybe he woke up in this world in Tampa of all places, and the only thing familiar was good old B of A. And then he said, I'd ask to review the security footage from that day. Uh, Well, you've been... As of this recording, day 22. 
And they said six weeks? No, no. They said 60 business days. Oh, it's 22 business days or 22? Uh, 22 calendar days right now. So, so whatever that is. Three weeks. To. So take six out of that. Yeah. So, so you're only at 16 days. 22 days without my money. Uh, banks are criminals. Yeah. Uh, I'm. It, Inter- alternate dimension Dave. I'd love to meet that guy and just beat the shit out of myself. <laughs> Maybe that's why you're okay with pain, because there's alternate dimension Dave oh, man. that you don't like, and so you feel you're punishing him. been experimenting with some pain stuff lately. <clears throat> I don't know if we want to get into it right here. Oh, I think we do. <laughs> or do you want to save it for a regular episode and we could talk about people with superhuman strength? It's the juicy stuff that we should give the uh, the patrons. But then that could be – we could use it as a real episode about people that have like – like people that mm-hmm. can see three miles away and pick out a, the, the the turd on a thing. I don't I'll know. I'll save it if it. you want me to. I think we could talk about that. What? Give them a taste. What would you do? Butt stuff? Scalding hot water on the taint. Fucking, ugh. Don't say anything. Got one of those uh, detachable showers now? done. You know, what do you call it? You know, the shower head that you can pull off and uh, just saying, you know, cleaning the old undercarriage. And then you just crank that water up as hot as it'll fucking go. And it's a thrill. Save save this one. (laughs) I'm not ready for this. This is a QA. and a Hot water tank. That's a punk thing. I cued and you aid, and I I am the worst for it. It was an accident. I wasn't trying. You know, it was just like, oh, okay, that feels good. Just hot. Mm -hmm. Oh, just fucking hot. I told you about how I used to scratch my poison. I don't want it. All right, just save it. Say No, save it for the game. Save it for the big big stage. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I got a spider bite that ate some of my flesh on my leg. Oh, yeah? I had spider bites all over my leg. Crank up that hot water, dude. We've, it's been 12 minutes we've answered one question. Okay. <laughs> you let one rip. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Nick Click. Hey, guys. What food were you convinced you would hate but ended up loving? Well, when I was a teenager, I fucking hated mayonnaise. Just, ugh, I don't know why. And then Man. one day, just one day it clicked. Like, oh, I get it. Mayonnaise on everything. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go mayonnaise on everything, but I Not grew on up. everything. I remember, well, I, I've made it known with, within comedy, I'm a Miracle Whip guy. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time I had mayonnaise, I thought it was gross just because Miracle Whip is wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's a miracle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's zesty. You know, it's got a little tang to it, yeah. but it's providing that lubrication in the sandwich. Get uh-huh. that bologna all slippery slappery. Yeah. And then you put mayonnaise on there. Like, who's this? What's this fucking bum out? Uh-huh. It was a bummer. Yeah. It's not like I dislike. Now I'm like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Not everything needs to be, you know, like a flavor, a flavor chokehold. Sometimes subtlety is what you need. I didn't have Indian food till I was 32. Just never had any interest in it. And where I kind of grew up, never had yeah. access to it. I didn't eat any, like, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't now eat any I of that stuff. It. Yeah. I didn't eat, I don't know when the first time I had it, but mm, it may have been like in my late 20s. Hmm. Or like sushi. It took me a while hmm. to get into sushi. I didn't grow up with any of that. It was like very, like, sushi was looked as, as pretentious. And then I realized when it came around, I think. Kind of more in this. I'm, ju- I'm judging based off one movie scene in 
<clears throat> Valley Girl. You mm-hmm. see that movie? Yeah. And like Nick Cage at the party in the uh-huh. valley. What are you like? What are you? What is this? And they're like, it's sushi, and they're making it themselves. I'm yeah. like, oh, that was probably like yuppies ate it. Yeah. And so therefore, my parents hated anything that was yuppie. My parents too. So I was like, fuck, what I could eat that. Yeah. I'm like, then you realize, I'm like, oh, it's just good. Yeah. But maybe it was expensive and exotic mm-hmm. and, you know, pretentious back in the day. Well, and just the concept. If, if you're not an adventurous eater, raw, uh, yeah. raw fish. It, I could, it took me a while to get around it, too. Especially not, like, seafood being, like, I wasn't. I never fished. I yeah. didn't live by a lake, not an ocean. So mm-hmm. it was just like you just saw raw fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I love it. Love yeah. that. Oh, I, so, I, one of the few things I won't eat, though, I don't like the eel. Really? It's a texture thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I don't mind, but it just bores the shit out of me is mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to like raw fish and, and pokey and, and sushi, um, uh, tuna. Just, really? I don't mind it, but it's just like the flavor does. It's just boring. Like yeah. I like the salmon. Mm-hmm. I like some of the other stuff, but just I love scallop. Yeah. But just the big chunk. Like, Tuna's kind of letting the other things sing. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what I used to say about steakums. Mm. <laughs> I never tell I like, you about you know about steakums. I, I know steakums. I used to be yeah. like steakums because sometimes you got to let the green pepper shine. <laughs> <laughs> steakums were that was I think that was supposed to be dog food and somebody mis- somebody misshelved it and like well they're eating it yeah well I'll let it go but like when you don't have access to a good Philly cheesesteak place and it's like hey kind of in the mood for like a shitty Philly cheesesteak yeah. get that well, I didn't know what a Philly cheesesteak was I was just we would just have steakums uh-huh. just steakums on a plate. <laughs> What's a steak? Um, like they're not sure. Yeah, wasn't that? So does somebody else have that joke? I don't know. I thought I got a lot of steakum material out there, or maybe I was. I'm like somebody had to have that joke. I'm like nobody's talking about fucking steakums. <laughs> like oh. they're not sure it's steak. Steak? Um, well, you know that was the full title. I'm looking up steakums right now. Steakum jokes. Eric Payne asks, "What's the most ridiculous Eric thing? Payne. The most ridiculous thing? <laughs> most ridiculous thing you ever been tricked into believing? How did you find out it wasn't true? That's a good question. Fuck tricked it. into believing. I am so gullible. I was 14 before I realized my dad was joking. When, as a child, he told me he went to egg frying school. Dad <laughs> used to cook breakfast on the weekends, like yeah. when I was a little bitty." And uh, yeah, it was one day I was like four. Like, how you make your egg so good? And he was like, ah, well, I went to egg frying school. And I really thought, like, for ten years, I thought just like, oh, that was just some vocational course he took or whatever <laughs> down at the community college. Yeah, I think it's specific with what type of dish you're trying to make. <laughs> and then literally, it was until I was at least a teenager. I was like, oh, he was that was a joke. Oh, okay. Cafe. <laughs> The, uh, Jim Gaffigan has the steakum. Oh, really? Of course. It's got all the food. You got a food joke? You're not sure who does it? Jim Gaffigan does Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, I knew a guy out here was a pathological liar, and that came out later. And so much of the stuff he would talk about would be like Hollywood-type things. Mm-hmm. Who knew this guy? And we'd all be like, yeah, we know you're full of shit, but you're mm-hmm. fun, so we'd hang out. Uh, but then we went to – I don't know. I might have told us when we went to In-N-Out Burger – this, I'm just gullible, and I don't appreciate it when that's taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. I'm a stupid person. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you should get it elephant style. <laughs> and I'm, I was like, what's elephant style? And he's like, oh, they just put sautéed mushrooms on it. Like, that's believable. That's that a believable thing. Because animal style. Is, there's animal style. Thing. If you don't know In-N-Out Burger, you can get animal style, which means grilled onions and 
in like Thousand, Thousand Island. Island or something. Yeah. And so you get it. I'm like, elephant's done. I'm like, oh, I love mushrooms. So we're there. I'm like, I'm going to get a double-double elephant style. And the woman's just like, what? I'm like, elephant style. I said, what? I don't. And now I'm like, it's the one with the mushrooms on it. Like, I took like, yeah. come on, what are you, new? Yeah. And she went through the trouble of turning around and pointing out their preparation table and just going, we don't even have mushrooms. No, no, it's off the menu. Uh, yeah, yeah. You probably she, don't even know. She showed me that they don't even have mushrooms in the building. I was like, what the fuck? That's like, what? And there's, there's many examples. I thought Prince was a real prince. <laughs> like, not in, a, not in a big way, but in a way that, like, maybe just through some paperwork. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, he married. You can't marry into like it a, to be a prince. Like an honorary degree. <laughs> Who is it? If you marry the daughter... Of a king and queen. If you marry a princess, does that make you a prince? Let's get to the hard-hitting questions, Dave. Well, Let's talk about princesses. Now that you bring it up, princes. there's Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Did she ever have a husband who was king? Was there a king whomever? I mean, yeah. In the last 30 years or whatever? Well, we are showing our colors. It's the last time there was a king of England. Uh, My whole life, I've always heard about Queen Elizabeth and... You know what's uh, what's her dopey son's name? The guy who was married to Prince uh, Princess Di. Uh, 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 the I forgot uh, Prince, not William or Charles. Harry. Charles. Charles. That guy seems seem like such a. She dope. was the first child of the Duke and Duchess of York, huh. later King George the Sixth and Queen Elizabeth, and she was educated privately at home. Father acceded to the throne. On the oh yeah, I guess that's how that works, dumbass. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in this Wikipedia page. How did we get here? I don't know. I don't even. Oh, because I thought Prince was a prince. Yeah. To up to like last year, like I thought, like there was some technical paperwork Mm -hmm. that made him an actual prince. Oh man. Of like a region that doesn't exist. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Well, hey, you're asking. There you go. All right, let's see what we got. What do we got? We got, uh, who's, who's asking? Who's asking stuff? Who the fuck wants to know? Where's my Tupperware? Mm-hmm. Phil Schult. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that. Schult. What's the first thing you saw that ever scared you as a kid? Oh, man. I, I was always watching scary movies. Mm-hmm. I loved Twilight Zone, the movie. Like if I off the top of my head, I'm sure there's something even further back. But like I had said before, like as a little kid, like we got cable early on, mm-hmm. and my parents were like, "Let's shut them up," and they just oh, we just watched whatever. Yeah, and so I watched like Creep Show. Mm-hmm. Creep Show, like even Hell like Hellraiser like, scared the shit out of me. Hellraiser, Pinhead. Oh my god. There was yeah, like That's the his name right, Pinhead. Pinhead, yeah. For the Friday the Thirteenth, in those were kind of all right, scary. Mm-hmm. Like they were chasing a jump out scare, but there's something about Creep Show. Yeah, there was the vignettes too. So I was like, oh, that one's scary because it's you know bugs t- taking over the guy. That one's scary because a meteor infects. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's everything. You guys in one movie covered like, all this kind of yeah scary shit. Not just one monster. So, I'm TV say wise, show, yeah. Okay. TV wise, first thing that scared me uh, 
like I said, uh, mm-hmm. Hellraiser was scary. But what really got me was uh, when I was very young, five, six, seven years old, whatever, uh, as a family, we would watch whatever night it came on, uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Mm-hmm. And the combination of Robert Stack's voice, oh man, was that was creepy. Yeah. But also at five or six years old, I did not understand. And I apologize if I told this story before; I, I can't remember. But I didn't understand the concept of reenactment. So I, I thought <laughs> the reenactment. I was like, why don't who's ever got the camera? Why don't they put it down and arrest the guy? He's right there. <laughs> they got him on camera. I didn't know it was a reenactment. <laughs> but man, that shit used because. Even then, it did sink in of like, okay, this isn't a movie or TV show. True I understood story that element, this is yeah. a true story, and this this guy's still on the loose somewhere. So the concept of yeah. like fugitives on the loose, For America's most wanted, yeah, America's yeah. most wanted. I was like, oh shit, I hope he don't come to my neighborhood. Yeah, you know? uh, but that used to scare the shit. I mean, first thing I ever saw in person that scared me when I was eleven years old. My family relocated from Woodstock, Georgia, to Waleska, Georgia. And Waleska was very rural, very mountainous, and we had like a four-acre lot with just a bunch of woods and yeah. on the side of a mountain. And one day, the first summer we moved up there, I'm like 11, maybe 12, and I'm just tromping around in the woods. I would just go on walks in the woods and just yeah, wander around. little kid, that's what you do. But I got chased by a wild boar. No shit. That happens in the video games to me. wild boar. Was, really? I, I saw him. I'm, I'm kind of going down a real steep hill. So I'm walking, and probably 30, 50 yards away, yeah. I see this thing, and I'm like, and he's being still, and it looked like just a huge, fat, brown dog, and I'm yeah. like, what the hell's that? And it had tusk. It, it, had, it did it have had a teeth tusk, coming out? Oh. And sure enough, it started running up the hill towards me. So these and, video games are accurate, because yeah. they're sons of bitches in these video yeah. games. And uh, I don't know, you know... If he Fire was crust. really running at me or just in my direction, but fortunately I wasn't too down, too far down the hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was probably uh, twenty yards from like the safety of my actual backyard yeah. outside of the wood line. So I just hauled ass up the wood, and then, but like I could hear him even snorting and yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just scared the shit. Out According of me. to Far Cry Four, they will kick the shit at you. Mm-hmm. They'll kill you. Yeah. I remember, see, I remember laying in bed, <clears throat> the way my bed was, the headboard area of the bed was underneath the window, uh-huh. so the light would shine through and put the, you know, you'd see the shadows on the back wall yeah. that I'd look at, and it was, I don't know if it was our cat or somebody's cat was on the ledge outside, but I'm just laying there and <clears throat> just seeing a shape, because it didn't look like a cat right away, uh-huh. and just a shape appear like it was looking into my room over my head. Oh. Like, cause my head was, I was underneath the window, so it just looked like the the, the shadow made it look like somebody was in my window, right above my head, looking in. I was, I remember being paralyzed with fear until I saw like the tail snake up. I'm like, fucking cat. Wow. Yeah, I remember that was a, yeah, in in person type of thing. That one got me. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Stevenson asked, my son Sam wants to know if you'd rather listen to an alien throwing up or a werewolf throwing up. Sam is eight years old. I will entertain Sam's question. <laughs> What up, Sam? Uh, well, here's my take on it. I think a werewolf throwing up, that's just that they're, they're already cleaning themselves, and that's a hairball. They're used to it. It's not miserable, so they got a routine. Imagine the size of their they, hairball. Oh, my like God. Like a fucking basketball. Maybe it's smaller because it's still also kind of a man's. And maybe a werewolf, like, are you just, like, do you just take a regular shower when you're done being a werewolf? Like, know. oh, man, that was a hell of a night. Yeah. Nah, I'm all dirty. And yeah. then you take a shower like a person. <laughs> so. Uh, alien throwing up. Who knows? I would think aliens would be more advanced. Are they even eating food? Do they have a digestive system? Yeah. Or they, do they consume their proteins in a different manner? So 
Um, I think an alien throwing up would be weird because their heads are so big, and then you're leaning forward, they would screw up their balance. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather watch an alien throw up. Hmm. I don't know about listening. That's my answer. Yeah. Okay. You got one, Dave? Mm. I don't know. I'd, I'd love to see either one of them, you know? Okay. Throw up, burp, take a dump, whatever. I'm just glad you're here. <laughs> just, oh, man. There's a werewolf. Oh, he doesn't. I think he got the pasta primavera. <laughs> werewolf a pasta primavera. Oh, Alexandra Honesto. Is the H silent or not? Honesto, Honesto. Uh, being on the road so much, I imagine you've had your share of gas station eats. Any guilty pleasures when it comes to truck stop cuisine? I'll let you answer that one first because mm. I know your affinity for the Seven Eleven hamburger bite as documented in one of your I, great I would, Yeah, I, would, I, I don't do that much anymore. Mm. You kind of... Dare I say you do grow out of it. You, know, you could look at food and go, it not, it's not going to taste good, and I'm not going to feel good. Every time I'm in 7-Eleven, I think about that joke when I see yeah. the hamburger bite. Just a, a hamburger in the shape of a hot dog. Just a lonely, a lonely tumbler. Um, in the South, I, I remember being excited first seeing like the fried chicken in the gas station. Yeah, some of that's great. And some of it's not. Yeah. Some of, it's not. <laughs> some of it is like, you made this. Yeah. This this chicken still has Christmas decorations on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't... I mean, I'm trying to think of what I eat. I, I get the... Honestly, jalapeno cheddar uh, Cheetos. Okay. Best chip. Best chip I'd buy a long shot for me. Huh. And I'm, I'm categorizing. I'm putting Cheetos in with the chip category. Yeah. Okay. You know? Uh, so as far as gas station eats... Nothing loose. I don't yeah. get anything loose. I get yeah. prepackaged okay. items. In the jerky days, um, I loved. I mean, I love a jerky. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's hard to fuck it up. Yeah, that's true. So, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I guess it's somewhat regional, maybe in the southeast and Midwest, but a Quick Trip QT. Oh yeah, big gas station chain. Great, great gas station. Just man, they've really crossed their T's and dotted their eyes over there at the QT. But. Uh, <laughs> Man, they, they, I don't know if they still have it. Uh, the, they have the taquitos that are on the little tumblers, the little rollers. and uh, uh, Taquitos, yeah, that's solid. It's a solid. classic item. And let me tell you this, especially in the South, talking about like gas station fried chicken, uh, where I grew up uh, in Waleska, like mm-hmm. I said, we had one little gas station. It was a BP, but uh, it was a mom and pop owned. It wasn't like a corporate BP. It was yeah, just yeah, I worked a little at a mom marathon and pop. that was yeah, then just franchised. Had, yeah, it was a franchise out. They had the, the BP logo, and that was it. But uh, and I've seen a lot of this in the South. Uh, if you run across like a mom and pop gas station, like just an old shitty white cinder block, whatever, um, many of them will make uh, they'll, they'll make hot food uh, sandwiches and stuff. But mm-hmm. breakfast, uh, breakfast biscuits, like oh, a yeah. sausage biscuit, bacon, egg and cheese, steak, egg and cheese. Uh, some of it, it looks, you know, mm. sketchy because if you look behind the counter, like all the ingredients are just different Tupperware tubs or just yeah. random loose they, bowls. That's where we keep the eggs. That's where we keep the bacon. The, but, they mixed uh, it up at home. But uh, solid. Some of that shit. The BP in Waleska, Georgia, at the intersection of Highway 108 and Reinhardt College Parkway uh, used to have just absolutely amazing, just homemade you know, every morning they they cook up probably three or four dozen biscuits, you know, and a bunch of sausage patties, bunch of bacon. Would people go there just for the breakfast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you fill up your, you, you know, while the while the while the car's filling up with gas, you run in, pay for it, grab you a bacon, egg, and cheese or something. Mm-hmm. Oh man, solid, just 
good. Just, I think just the fact that it was just, oh, this isn't the best, but it's homemade. It's not mass-produced, you know, yeah. weird McDonald's, you know, fake egg bullshit. Like, yeah. oh, this isn't the best biscuit I've ever had, but somebody made this from scratch, and it's pretty solid for two bucks on a on a Monday morning. I will, I will take that tip from McDonald's, having the disc to crack your egg into for the perfect size. Mm-hmm. Nice one. Yeah. Yeah, that was smart. Really we nice came up with that. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Um, Lee Singleton, if you become a ghost after death, would you rather haunt your house or your favorite restaurant or bar? Wow, probably my probably a restaurant or bar because at least it can uh, change up the yeah wanna, change up the the what's be, going on. Be a drunk ghost, just get hammered at the bar. It's like your house, like hey, I spent my whole life here, I spent years here. There's nothing here. I, well, I, it's I'm just going to be the to. same people in there yeah. doing their own dumb shit yeah, in the same thing. Although, for curiosity wise, it might be more interesting to be able to spy on somebody in their own home. You see somebody out in public, they're going to act like they're in public. But you ever think, what if somebody saw what you're doing? What if somebody saw you chewing your own toenails off in your own home? Hmm. Wasn't that? Oh, that was the Saturday Night Live ghost. I forget who was doing it. I think Patrick Swayze, but they did it like it was ghost. But uh-huh. whoever was playing like his love interest uh-huh. was alive was like chewing her toenails and stuff. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, Patrick Swayze. Gone too soon. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Restaurant or bar because, I mean... You'd always be around fun stuff. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have to be part of sad stuff. Yeah, that'd be fun. But haunting, you know, you get lonely. You want to get to know somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. You'd be bartender during life. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Joey Pancakes. It's a great handle. Nice. Joseph Flapjacks. Joey Pancakes says, <laughs> how do I kick my daily lunch sandwiches up a notch? Uh, sriracha- Miracle Whip. Mir- Miracle Whip or Sriracha Mayo. Just squirt some Bread sriracha. and butter pickle chips. Bread and butter pickles. Uh, Change up the bread. Put some Doritos in there. Oh, go for crunch. Some some ruffles. Try right. some pine nuts. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I put them on a salad. I liked them on a salad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, spicy mayonnaise. You know. Yeah, they got all kinds of different types of mayonnaise out there. Yeah, I used to do this. I, I'm sure this might have been a thing. I don't know where. Make I came do the up meat wave. Make sure you do the meat wave with your slices. Yeah. What, what, what's that? Where you kind of like? Oh, right, fold. right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't just have a perm. Flat. You know, perm it. Mm-hmm. Make it look like a nice perm. I used to take uh, mayonnaise and then I would uh, dice up some black olives real fine and just throw it in the mayonnaise and mix it up. So I would have black olive mayonnaise. Ooh, all right. why not? Okay. Yeah. Have some fun there, Joey. CH, if I see either of you out and about in real life, not at a show venue, is it cool to say hi or just pretend that I have no idea who you are? Asking, since I'm pretty sure I've seen Kyle at Portillo's or you know a dude with a beard with similar tats. I mean, everybody likes Portillo's. Don't fucking say hey to me, CH. You see me, you keep fucking moving. 
I don't know you. You don't know me. Uh, well, <laughs> of course not, dude. Just, of just course. drop the bag of cash and go. <laughs> of course, say hello. What kind of a fucking dickhead? Like, would get annoyed that somebody recognized him and said hello. You know what it is? It's, it's the social cue thing. Like, all right, if somebody's eating. Well, yeah. And, but yeah, like, hey, how's it going? Like, oh, thanks. Hey, good. I'd be more than happy. I'm glad. But then I've had it where it's like, all right, I'm clearly, you know, having a kind of conversation. And somebody's just like hovering. Yeah. And it's like, like at a, after, that's after a show, though. Yeah. But, but yeah, just, I mean, be, be a regular person. Yeah, just, yeah. We're regular people. I, would, I just can't imagine me ever getting offended. Like, yeah, I get it. Or you're eating dinner with your family and someone's trying to yeah. spend five minutes taking a picture of something. That's one thing. But just to, hey, man, what's up, dude? Like your shit? Whatever. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm still in the, I appreciate it. Mode. Yeah, oh, I totally appreciate it. But, but and somebody else, uh, I forget, I, I read the question and I forgot who wrote it about, what's your favorite gift somebody's given you after a podcast? We both share, like... I the gifts are not on the roads a bit tough because sometimes like you don't have a place to put it like yeah. you and me both pet well if you're driving you got a van but yeah, I'm like I, I got a, a backpack with all my stuff in it for yeah. seven days yeah. and I appreciate the gifts and then sometimes I'm like oh shit I can't take this yeah. with me uh, it's nice you don't have to do that stuff it's yeah. very nice of oh, you it's to so do that. I appreciate it I yeah love, yeah uh, it's very some, generous some great folks but, in Chicago last time I was there gave me a chef's knife. And oh, I, yeah? I get all kind of great gifts, and yeah, I appreciate wipe, the shit. Wipe I, that thing off. Yeah, dude, uh, dude in um, Bellingham, homemade apple pie. Yeah, delicious homemade apple pie. The, the one I that other dropped. guy was going to kick your ass for you. <laughs> yeah. He was going to help you out. To, he was going to. He might. Your ass looks yeah. like it needs to be kicked. Let me do it. Yeah, but no, I you know I get the whole if you're flying. Hey, thanks for this. You know, uh, handle of bourbon, but yeah, I can't that, fit yeah, it that in nice my bag. fella in Virginia. I'm like, man, <laughs> go drink that yeah. and pretend it. But we're all sharing it with you. But most of the but time, I'm on tour. Left. I'm yeah. in the van, so I got room. So bring it on. Yeah, and some people don't know if you're out driving, uh-huh. so I, I understand it. But say hi. Yeah, especially if I'm at Portillo's. Mm-hmm. What was I eating? I was eating a jumbo chili dog with one jumbo, one jumbo chili with one everything. It's mm. mm. my order. Still never been to Portillo's. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's... I gotta go. Not, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Caitlin Collins, Cal described his process of choosing what to eat by visualizing the globe. Any areas of the world he doesn't like to visit cuisine-wise. Have not, uh, haven't found them yet. I wonder what place has the worst food. And not just like, ooh, this is foreign to me or different, but like, well, yeah, nobody you know, in the right mind. England, would like England this. and Scotland Haggis. notoriously have bland, boring really? food. I mean, that's the joke. Oh, English uh-huh. food is blah. I love a full English breakfast, though. Yeah. Now, what what comes with that? Uh, to, uh, if I can remember, a tomato slice. You get like a grilled tomato, uh-huh. just a whole tomato grilled. The whole, you get whole eggs. round tomato. Yeah, or or just some up. some tomato component, but usually I remember it being like a whole tomato, some tom- just tomato component gotcha. grilled. Their their type of bacon, which is kind of like just more a big piece of ham. Uh huh. Eggs, baked beans. I yes. love the baked beans. That's weird, but yeah. Okay. And 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 oh, I got that Branston pickle sauce here. Right, you want a jar of that? Yes. I mean, it's old as fuck. So, but it's been closed up. That, Branston pickle sauce. Branston with a T. Branston okay. pickle sauce. It's like. You can taste some of it here and find out. It's kind of like a more. This is going to sound like disgusting, 
It's like a more gelatinous type of A1 with chunks of pickles chopped up in it. And it's kind of tough to tell what to put it on, but then you put it on anything, you're like, oh, this is a new flavor and I like you it. You made your own version of that one time, didn't you? Didn't you chop up some pickles and put it in some A1 and try to call it barbecue sauce? I something? think I was trying to make remake the Branston. No, I got Branston here. I, okay. I brought some back from when I played in uh, Glasgow, which was many years ago. So let's see how that's it. But it looks like a food that would... Speaking of pickles and speaking of gifts, I forgot who it was, but a few weeks ago, somebody mailed us a care package, and in that care package was a big old bag of uh, pickle-flavored pretzel twists. Solid. Yeah, I didn't even... This is the first time hearing about that. Yeah, sorry about that. He only mailed one, so... They all come to the office, and I do the inventory control on that, but uh, I I think I still got some left. I'll bring them over next time. Don't bring it. You don't have to... Oh, buddy. Uh, let's see. Nathan Willis has a good one. Yeah? I don't think it's a question. He just says, Kyle and Dave, please come do a few shows in Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Yeah, Southwest goes there, right? He says, we have booze and pork, the two magic ingredients, and some super rad dune bashing. Both of you can crash at my place, borrow my Toyota Land Cruiser for some dune bashing, raid my booze cabinet, and Dave and I can smoke a pork shoulder on my smoker on the back porch. I can, you're doing all right out there. Sounds good. How big is your place? If this is where do you, where does he live? Dubai or Abu Dhabi? All right, that's it. Boogie Monster, Middle East. That's a, that's a, you know that's a region that we have not explored any type of cryptid or what kind of topic we should get in our stories that come out of the Middle East. Obviously, you got the alien connection mm-hmm. with the. With the pyramids, you got the all the pyramid. curses around that. All that, that. pyramid stuff's fascinating. We should be more geographically mm-hmm. oriented. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Yeah. Hey, man. Let us know, Nathan Willis. We'll come there and we'll do, uh, I'm sure we got a huge following. Billy Wayne Davis joke <clears throat> Dubai is like if a rapper built a town, <laughs> built a city. I'm sorry. A rapper built a city. <laughs> Oh, BWD. Went to the Middle East. You know, you can just go there. You can just go. What do you got? What do you got? Uh, You could just go. You could just go there. I was reading questions when you said that to me. Omar Strong Tower. Now, that's a fucking name. Man. What's up, Omar? Omar's uh, hollered at us on Twitter and and, and whatnot. I, I remember Omar. That's a good name, Omar. (laughs) <laughs> Omar Strong Tower. Jesus Christ. You got to be a superhero, dude. Uh, what if skinwalkers are actually aliens? I mean, Native Americans are one of the first people here, but maybe they came from outer space. Man, I've been really getting fascinated. Wait, by what that was concept. that one? What if skinwalkers are actually aliens? Native Americans here first, but maybe they came from outer space. Um well, we were talking in one episode about, I think it might have been the Phil Schneider episode or something about just the concept of what if some aliens aren't from space? What if they are just the first inhabitants of planet Earth? Like the ones that Phil Schneider ran into a bunch of underground aliens. Oh, yeah, like, that, what if, that guy. What, what if aliens have been here way before, been on Earth or underground or something way before humans? <clears throat> I mean, that still lends to it, itself to, like, are, are, are there places that are so unexplored that mm-hmm. we haven't discovered them or that are just so top secret that we're covering it up yeah. that, that well? Mm-hmm. Skinwalk. I mean, are skinwalkers aliens? Like, that's... But then why... Just a malicious strain yeah. that happened to... 
excuse me, participate or be around for the Native Americans, mm-hmm. or do the you know, like so they they. I don't know. I, that, I don't, that's a good one. That skinwalker shit, though. Mm. That's I creep myself out when I pulled over, driving back from my trip, and I was just kind of outside. Uh, I left. Uh, I left White Sands. And I just pulled over and found. I wanted to find a dark road because there was like lightning storms going on mm-hmm. in the distance in the desert. So I pulled over and just put some stuff out. Like made a little chair for myself and was just drinking a beer. And it's always that stage of okay, I'm in the middle of nowhere. First. Mm-hmm. What if there's snakes or things like that? Mm-hmm. I get bit. And then it's, what if there's just a murderer out there? What if there's a sniper? Why wouldn't there just be a sniper somewhere if they wanted to just snipe and they could just snipe? Yeah. And then it's like, man, this is skinwalker country. There's yeah. skinwalkers out here right now. And I creep myself out. Oh, watch out. Uh-oh. Tennessee bark inspired. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Got termites in this chair. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that, yeah. I don't know. Those... Are they? I, I still lean towards aliens are benevolent. Yeah, I'd like to think so. And I think they are some sort of uh, future, uh, more developed from a similar planet to Earth. Uh, that's why these aliens, we always go with aliens looking like us still. Like I've mm-hmm. said that before. Yeah. Two arms, two legs, mm-hmm. walking upright, get a head with eyes and all that shit. Yeah. Aliens can be microscopic. Aliens can be like a, a coral reef. Mm-hmm. You know? Could just be this organism that's miles long and yeah. that's an alien i mean you don't know could be an octopus could be a big octopus mm-hmm. um ben stike leather stike he runs rowie co customs and paints all these rad guitars oh yeah he's always hollering yeah, at yeah, us on yeah. instagram and stuff yeah and uh he just did a, a guitar for uh action dinosaur i'm excited about and i saw him uh the other week in richmond hmm. super good dude and uh he asks what are y'all's favorite bits of each other's? <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm still a, a, I love the glop in the bucket. <laughs> that re- one's never been made it to an album. Uh, That's the B side for those. Uh, yeah, I'm, and I'm gonna butcher it, but it's Dave. <laughs> just fascinated that you're a type of guy that gay guys are into. Uh-huh. Did it start because a guy came up to your van when you part? We were parked by Laughing Skull, and it's across from like a real. Like an athletic gay bar? You, yes and no. Like, I don't know that exact in, incident, but... Uh, but, like, it's like... It was like you're probably, like, by that place with all those diesel fucking dudes yeah, in there. Yeah, It's a... It's a... Uh, Bulldogs is a gay club yeah. right across from the Laughing Skull Lounge in Midtown Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, I don't know much about... I don't know much about, like, gay culture because I'm straight as fuck. But, uh, <laughs> no, I think it's like a... Uh, what do they call it? Like a, a download bar. And, and again, I uh, okay, apologize okay. for my ignorance, but I down low is is like a a, a black gay dude who's mm-hmm. who's uh, on the down low. He's not he's not really yeah, too yeah, open not, about it. Yeah, but uh, that's that's where that bar. And more than one time uh, that we kind of hang out on the sidewalk. And one time, I swear to God, uh, a bunch of Georgia Bulldog fans walked by. It was like a Saturday in the fall, and they're like, hey, "Where's a good place to catch <laughs> the game?" And we're like, "Bulldogs, right there." That's that's a Georgia bar. <laughs> it's called Bulldogs. Go in there. Have fun. There you go, fellas. And, um, 
But yeah, no, I, I used to get that's the first time because uh, Midtown Atlanta, very very gay neighborhood, very yeah. gay friendly, and uh, you know big gay uh, clientele there. Uh, Laughing Skull Lounge inside of the Vortex Bar and Grill. Yeah. So uh, you know, obviously in that neighborhood, a lot of gay dudes hanging out, and you know, uh, always nice and friendly. But like, I just remember like, man. These guys are a little too friendly to me. And then you know, one of my buddies yeah. was like, yeah, because you're a fucking bear, dude. They yeah. think you're a bear. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. I didn't, I didn't really you know, connect the dots. But, so, yeah, the joke is just about me being a terrible uh, yeah. male prostitute. And uh, I, I give, I'm running yeah, down the menu. Yeah. For 35, I'll poke you in the mouth. <laughs> uh, for, for 50, I'll give you a tug and plug. <laughs> and for 65, you can watch me glop in this bucket. <laughs> So, <laughs> Didn't a guy uh, come up to your van? He's like, you want me to stretch it out for you? Twice you a guy <laughs> came. One twice? Guy, two different times I got proposition. One guy came up and he said, hey, man, you want me to hop in there and stretch it out? And I didn't know what he meant. And I, to this day, did he mean he's going to fuck me in the ass and stretch out my butthole? Or is he going to give me a boner and stretch out my dick? I don't know. I don't know what he meant. But regardless, I said, no, nah, I'm good. And then another time a guy came by and he just told me, he let me know that, hey, I got that good head. And I was like, that's cool, man. You go out there and have <laughs> he, some fun. He had the good head. He's got that good head. He was going to so, give you yeah, the good head. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which, uh, hey, I'm, dude, I'm just flattered that anybody gives a shit. When you, but, I uh, mean, when you're touting it with confidence, man, that, that test my, yeah, he's got that good test head. my heterosexuality. I never understand homophobic dudes get fucking offended. Don't hit on me. Who gives a shit? How do you think women feel every fucking day? Yeah. You know, just, ah, thanks, dude, but I'm good. I think it's. You've got to be a dick about it. Yeah, I think it's uh, oh man, Uh, insecurities. Favorite bit of yours? I don't know. Just off the top of my head, that that fucking shit in a bar bit is old classic. So many good. I just like I like the subtle parts of it too. Just the everything's happening. (laughs) Just some of the (laughs) just like so I'm sitting there. Everything's happening. Hey man. You taking a cheat? It's one of those. Have you told jokes enough where you don't remember? You remember your story, but mm-hmm. you don't remember the facts. Yeah. And I never feel like it's not lies, mm-hmm. but it's exaggerated of for course, entertainment. For comedic yeah. effect. Yeah. But uh, I'm trying, because those were all like my super hard drinking. Those were, but I would get drunk of those things. But I just remember, <coughs> yeah, I just remember walking back to the gig like, what a town. <laughs> I remember being so excited. And did he really post up for a high five? Yeah, I think wow. he, yeah, he high fived me. So you well, high fived another me. man while you were moving your bowels? Yeah, because this guy was kind of just a, a towny mm-hmm. gangster, but it was like, yeah, man, I'm not scared. <laughs> you going to be scared? Yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. Okay, we're not scared. <laughs> Good for you. You shit, I'm here. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, but yeah, that should—that's how bad the bathrooms were. At the, now I realize I just wipe a seat off and I'm fine. I don't mm, care. I just man, wipe it off I'll, anywhere. I'm ready to shit at a moment's notice. Yeah, I'll that was, that was fucking a, dump anywhere. That was, I think, a precursor to that Joe's like, yeah, I know I'm a drunk because I'll just shit in a bar now. I don't care. <laughs> um, let's see. You get what do you got? Oh man, I don't know. There's so many. So many to choose from. Um, Sean Poulter. What animal would a vampire fuck to create a gremlin? <laughs> Think about it. Gremlins also melt in sunlight. Uh, man, what? Gremlins, what? A cross between a werewolf and a hamster? 
No, I don't oh, know because there's a slimy. Oh no, the slimy ones. Oh, are I'm what thinking happened. of yeah, Gremlins, the slimy yeah. one. I'm thinking of like Mogwai or you know before Mogwai is the nice one. Yeah, I think Mogwai is a product of a vampire. Well, Mogwai would is bad. Wait, a werewolf and a hamster. They don't melt in a day. Think about the Gremlins. gremlins? Also, yeah, they melt. Yeah, keep them out of the sun. Don't feed them after midnight, and don't get them wet. Right? Those are the three rules. <sighs> But a gremlin, okay. I thought vampire, you could put a mogwai. Vampire fucked a lizard, maybe? That's a gremlin? Mogwai rules. Second in the Google search of just typing mogwai. No bright light. Mm. Bright light just makes him nuts. It hurts his eyes. Oh, and sunlight can kill him. All right. Mm-hmm. And don't get him. Well, all right. Well, that a vampire fucked a. I, I don't know. Vampires, vampires, are, vampire always. They, people think vampires are sexy, but I bet they're real drips in the sack. <laughs> 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 you know, right, yeah, they sexy. probably only do like that slow, like, mm, yes. Yeah, so do you enjoy this? Yes. It's like, oh man, just loosen up. Yeah. Okay, you know, throw take your them, take themselves too seriously. Throw your hips into it. Yeah, yeah, have fun with it. You're fucking. Oh man, I don't know what joke this is from, but speaking of each other's bits. Whatever uh, joke was, uh, it's going to lay on top of you and wiggle. Yeah, I don't even remember what that was. It's going to lay on top yeah. of you and wiggle. See what, see what that? That's how Kyle fucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. Brad Price asks, what are your thoughts on Guar? They seem right up both you guys' alleys, seeing as they're uh, alien heavy metal band. Also, should I make the eight-hour round trip to South Carolina show? I have a class at 9 a.m. the next morning, so I'm conflicted. Yeah, man, you should definitely make that trip. Come on, Brad. <laughs> we'll have a fucking blast. Guar, I didn't, there was a Guar bar in Richmond where I guess they had all their old costumes hanging up. I, you know Guar what? Bar. Admittedly, never... Uh, I, I've I, never I, listened to them. Never listened to them? I know who I, they are. I, I see their videos. I what they yeah. do. Uh-huh. But like, I couldn't name uh, a song. They played on Halloween in Chicago all the time, and I never went. Mm. Um, so I'm kind of I, this ter- I'm indifferent towards Guar. I'm, I'm I'm happy for their existence yeah. and what they do. I'm glad that stuff that kind of stuff exists. But mm-hmm. yeah, I've never uh, sat down and listened to their stuff. I mean, I, I see it kind of hear it in my peripheral, but uh, I couldn't name you a song or whatever. But hey, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, alien heavy metal band, more power to you. Do it up. Uh, Brian Lee says, will you guys go to the Apple Pan and try the Hickory Burger if I pay for the gas and meal on Patreon? <laughs> yes. I live in NOLA and heard that burger was the shit. Have you ever been? Uh, I went years ago, and I just remember being like, eh. They're small, right? They're, they're not necessarily sliders, but they're kind of a smaller hamburger. No, no. It's, no? Like, it's like a diner burger. Oh, okay. You know? Well, I thought they were like... A McDonald's cheeseburger. No, no. It was like a diner burger. And the whole thing is, I think that apple pan is like a steamed burger. They just put the pan over it and steam the burger. Which, that's the way. uh, Best burger I ever had uh, was when Rachel, we made some uh, last year after Bridgetown. We drove to her grandfather at a ranch in Mm -hmm. Winston, Oregon. And she just, we bought the ingredients and made it, but did the little steam thing with a bowl on top of it. Uh Uh-huh. And it was just, I mean, it was a home cooking good, but it yeah. tasted I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah. That's a little restaurant trick. Like when I was at the Albert, flat top grill, cooking a burger, 
throw the cheese on, mm-hmm. and then we had the little cap, a little bowl of yeah. cap, and you squirt, squirt a little the water, water in there, and so then it steams it up, up melts yeah, that cheese yeah, real quick. Yeah. Because sometimes if you're waiting, without mm-hmm. that, if you're waiting for the cheese to melt on the burger, if you put mm-hmm. the cheese on too late, then you're going to overcook the burger waiting to melt the cheese. So then you've got all kinds of problems. Oh, okay, so, okay. Yeah. Um, what happens. I would go. I'd go with you to watch you eat it, although yeah. I think there's... Uh, I think there's better burgers. It would show up on this list of great burgers, and then burgers became a thing. Yeah. I think it kind of bumped it off there. What is now the it's best? just out of cl- just out of obligation. Like it's been there forever. It's an mm-hmm. institution. What's the best burger in L.A.? Man, honestly, I Burbank Bar and Grill. I liked their burger. It was nothing special. It was just. Guys would do it. Maybe because you know what? When I was eating it back then, I was living in Burbank and working at an office job. And then occasionally I'm like, I'm going to treat myself instead of just getting fast food or something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that. Never been there. That burger. Fast food burger? Get you that bacon double dell from Del Taco, baby. It's counterintuitive. But get, you that, <laughs> get you that shitty Big, uh, Big Mac ripoff with bacon on it. Shake Shack's the best burger I've had in L.A. I still haven't been to Shake Shack. Solid, dude. Real good. I got a coupon for a free hot dog from Shake Shack. I've had that shit for years, and I keep forgetting to go. Let's go. Uh, anybody in Atlanta, one of the best burgers I've ever had, especially in Atlanta, uh, the Albert. Of course, mm-hmm. I'm biased. Used to work there. Shout out to my oh, buddy. Oh, Albert's shit. Shout out to my buddy Paul Galois running that kitchen mm-hmm. now. Uh, the Diner Burger. They call it the Diner Burger. Uh, it's that a double burger, burger. Two thin patties, mm-hmm. uh, American cheese, mm-hmm. red onions, and mustard. That's yeah, it. Girl. That's it. No mm-hmm. modifications. Don't add. Don't subtract. This is what you get if you want the Diner Burger. It's just a nice double burger. American cheese, red burger. onion, mustard, really nice, soft, fresh bakery bun. It is solid. I think yeah. I think there's pickles on it, too. I think there might be pickles on it. Yeah. But, man, solid, solid, solid burger. The Diner Burger at uh, the Albert. Definitely worth it. Br- yeah, Brian Lee wants to take you to Patreon. I'll get some fries and I'll watch you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go. <clears> yeah. <throat> of course. Will you go eat this food if I pay for it? Yes. <laughs> Hillary, we'll just, but we'll just go eat it. You don't even have to worry about it. But. Hillary Gay asks, I believe you both mentioned dabbling in veganism at one point or another. Any particular vegan food stuff you enjoyed? I was never a vegan. Uh, I was a – I have a bit about it. It sounds like a joke. It's not a joke. I was a vegetarian for three years. Fat vegetarian. Good job. You weren't vegan when you were doing that smoothie thing? Oh, I was vegan that. But, yeah, that was just – that was like a – you were getting paid. Yeah, I was getting paid. I mean, it wasn't a it wasn't a willing choice. It yeah. But uh, yeah, I did a raw vegan smoothie diet for uh, ninety days. Uh, but yeah, uh, right around the time I started comedy, uh, three years vegetarian, and uh, my girlfriend at the time was vegan. Mm-hmm. She got me into it, and she, the whole time she kept pressuring me to just go all the way vegan. I'm like, hey, I'm already a vegit doing yeah. the vegetarian thing. Give me a I got to eat a little cheese. Leave me alone. But uh, back then. One of my favorite things it was uh, just getting the tofu. I mm-hmm. get the the big wedge, the big block, you yeah. know, tofu, and and I I had some method where I would put a plate on top of it and then set something weighted and heavy on top of that plate to kind of slowly squeeze that water out. I want to get it as dry as possible. Uh, okay, okay. The big block of tofu, you gotta you gotta get all that water and moisture out of yeah. it. So I'd let that sit out for an hour or two and just slowly mm-hmm. press it down and get all the moisture out. And then I just chop it up into like little rectangles, little strips and rectangles, and just uh, real hot pan. Fry it up. Fry it up, sear it, get it kind of crispy, the edges yeah, and everything. Yeah. Then toss that shit in buffalo sauce. So I'd have tofu buffalo fingers. That See, I could get into that. Tofu without frying it, I'm like, ah. It is boring. It feels like a like a government-issued 
food. Like, here's your like protein. Soylent. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Yeah. But, yeah, you fry it up and toss in some, some wing sauce, man. That, that was solid. And then I'd have uh, – I'd make like a vegan ranch or blue cheese or something. Yeah, and, uh, I, yeah, real solid. What's what, what do you? I don't know. I I never know what's vegan and what's vegetarian. I'm like, if it's not meat in it, I'm all right. And I never, mm-hmm. no. I'll still go to Doomies once in a while, which is a vegan junk food place, yeah. and uh, you'll feel like shit after you eat that, just like you would at a Wendy's. So mm-hmm. it's it does its job. But what vegan mm-hmm. or vegetarian, whatever? What is your favorite meal? That's when you're going meatless. Um, I still. Like my bullshit, I like Fresh Brothers Pizza, where uh-huh. you could get the vegan sausage and then Jardinier, because it's kind of close to Chicago roast beef and Jardinier. Do they do a pizza. vegan pizza with uh, with the soy cheese or something? No, it's just vegetarian. Okay. I'm trying to think of vegan stuff. Uh-huh. I go to Doomies, and that's all vegan, so I'll get like uh-huh. their whatever. I got their Memphis burger with like onion rings and their fake pulled pork on yeah. top of the burger with barbecue sauce. And um, so I... I haven't had a favorite thing. Hmm. I like well, I like I always liked Fat Burger, and then you can get a Fat Burger with the Impossible Patty in it. But Fat Burger's good because it's got all the good toppings. We mm-hmm. were talking about this when, mm-hmm. uh, with the episode, mm-hmm. like a Fuddruckers. Yeah, that's a good, but that's not vegan. I don't, I can't, I, I don't know. I love a wedge salad. I'm sure, if you can get vegan uh, blue cheese dressing, yeah, and I would crush almonds Ooh. instead of bacon. I would crush smokehouse almonds. To put Ooh, on there and okay. instead of bacon. That's solid. And slice up some little cherry tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Gotta love a wedge. Yeah, I like a wedge. Um, <clears throat> let's see. What else we got? A comedy question. Well, TJ Partridge, he's always, he's always. Yeah, what's up? TJ is, uh, he's a dude that I uh, ate Helen Ray's with. Oh, really? Yeah, big old giant dude. He's like seven feet tall. Really? <laughs> Not that tall, but he's a big dude. He's a big son. Yeah, uh, Dallas Fort Worth area. Comic. Oh, okay. Uh huh. He says, hey, dudes, what's your recommendation on submitting to comedy clubs to try and get some time? Um, I, You know what? I didn't fuck with the clubs that much. Uh, in Chicago at the time when I was there, there was only Zanies. Mm-hmm. And I would just do all the local shows. Now, the manager, not the guy who owns Zanies, but the manager, Martine, was always cool. And he would always just let me hang in the back. Mm-hmm. And I would buy beers. But he like if it was if there was room, he would let me sit there and watch shows, and it it wasn't really his. If he didn't care about the headliner, sometimes I'd get a spot. But otherwise, it's like oh, you kind of got to ask the headliner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he didn't book it, so it was yeah. just kind of yeah, go for it, man. He was just a nice guy. Uh, clubs, I don't know if the, if the club has an open mic night, then you do that open mic night mm-hmm. and you try and crush it on that open mm-hmm. mic. Yeah. Because they're actively doing that so they can mm-hmm. farm team, you know, get people in there. Yeah. And then they're going to want to see you <clears throat> be able to host. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's the old school way. Yes. They're going to want to see you be able to host, which means. Newer comics, <clears throat> don't pretend you're above hosting. It's an important skill. And also, but also, I was just never host. I did, I'm like, I want to do my jokes. Mm-hmm. It's not your job as a host. You can get jokes in there, but your job is to get the crowd warmed up, yeah. even if it's hacky. Have that as your host set. Yeah. You know you can do, yeah. you know, feature crush a spot. But when it comes, like, all right, here I am. Thanks. Here's the what's going on here. The show's coming up. How's yeah. everybody doing? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of places want you to not work blue. Don't be a fucking yeah. weirdo or do your challenging material. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's one thing I, mean. I used to do when I mess with clubs a lot coming up as a feature or whatever um outside of my hometown if there were clubs like within a four hour Mm -hmm. drive 
uh, that I really wanted to work, I wanted to feature at or mm. get work at, uh, I would just send them an email and I would lie and I would say, hey, man, uh, going to be in the area yeah. next Thursday night. Any chance I could do a guest spot? Yeah. Just trying to, you know, send them a clip. Hey, I'm going to be in the area. I would always say that, you know, rather than the desperation of yeah. I'm willing to drive five hours to do yeah, five yeah, minutes. Yeah, no. You know, but I really I was. I was like, man, I really want to get in that club. And it paid off a couple times. I did that with you one time. You were doing um, uh, Bloomington years ago when I was still yeah. in Atlanta. And I was visiting my brother in Louisville. And I was like, oh, Kyle's going to be – he's doing uh, the Comedy Attic next week. So I just sent that Jared guy. He's like, hey, I'm going to be in the area next yeah. week. Could I come by and do a guest spot? And he gave me a guest spot. And then I got some feature work. And uh, You were there? Is that the first time I met you? No, no, no. No, I had known I, – I, we met – We were just hanging The first out. time we met was uh, when you were in Atlanta doing Gilbert's show. Oh, okay. Um, but we had – I had known you for a little while, but I was like, oh, Kyle's – Gonna be two yeah. hours away. Yeah, that's a good. If, if there's a headliner, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that's another. Good that's one. a good. Hey, do you mind if I drop by and do a guest spot? Because mm-hmm. at most clubs, the headliner kind of runs the club for the weekend. Yeah, so like yeah. Even if the club owner's like, well, I never heard of this guy, but Kyle's, Kyle like, Kyle wants no, him I'm, to do a I'm spot. I'm giving him time. So yeah. yeah, that helps. But yeah, don't be afraid to uh, to drive and just do a guest spot. Hey, I'll come work for free just to show you, Mister Club Owner or Booker, that I'm uh, worth a mm-hmm. shit, and then. You know, maybe you can get a, get some work mm-hmm. out of that. So, yeah. Got to hustle, man. Get out there. Okay. Hmm. What Ta- do we got? Ty Babb, have you heard that Wright-Patterson Air Force Base is the new Area 51? Is that the one? That's the one in Ohio, right? Yeah, yeah, that's like near Dayton. Yeah, well, you were already talking about that one. Yeah, that some was weird like, shit uh, has gone on there. Yeah, there's that that keeps popping up in a lot of these stories. Is uh, right, Patterson Air Force Base. I don't have any off the top of my head, but a lot of the stuff we've researched over the last couple of years, uh, right, Patterson keeps popping mm-hmm. up. So, yeah, looking some, at where it is, right by Dayton. Something to keep an eye on. I think Ryan Singer's got stories about that. He's <clears> from Dayton. Oh, maybe that's why. <clears throat> Closer to D.C. for any kind of nefarious shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going all the way to Nevada for it. <clears throat> Ooh, okay. That's. I mean, it's, it has popped up in our story, so all right, good one. Um, Jake Figalo. Don't have a question, but I do have a request. Please have Sean Patton on the podcast as <laughs> New Orleans Mothman so we can get a good banter going. Feels like there's gold and then there are hills, uh, and you are correct, Jake. <laughs> Sean Patton might be my favorite comedian. God I, damn it. I think, I think that's... I love Sean. I love yeah. Sean as a comic. I love Sean as a person. But, uh, man, his Nolans bit. No. Nolans, Nolans. No. no one says fucking Nolans. But <laughs> yeah, buy you monster. New Orleans Mothman. Man, <laughs> man Sean is so fucking funny. Just a fucking maniac, too. Love Sean. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, we'll, we'll make that happen. Let's get Sean. I'm dip into that. Dip into that world. Tom Clark. I don't know if that's a comedian, Tom Clark. Or if it's just Tom Clark, a guy named Tom Clark. Comedian Somebody. Tom Clark's cousin was my manager at Longhorn Steakhouse. 15 years ago. Really? Yeah, this nice guy named Mark. I remember his name, Mark DePrima. I thought his name was Mark Clark. Mark DePrima. Just a, you know, every, yeah. those, some of those jobs, you just have so many shithead managers, but this, like, yeah. oh, this guy's just a solid dude. Yeah. And uh, 
we I it was way before I even started comedy, but he liked comedy and we would talk about comedy sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh he and he wasn't a bullshitter, but he's like, Hey, you know my 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 cousin's a comedian and an actor, and I go, Who? And he goes, Tom Clark, and I didn't know who that was, and he goes, The assistant coach in the water boy. I was like, You remember the water boy uh, Adam Sandler? Yeah. I didn't Tom know Tom Clark, Clark is was the guy it, with man. the cage cut you cut the big alien, he's just like wearing a straw hat and overalls. Blah, blah, blah. No, that's Larry Clark. Larry Clark, that's who I'm thinking of. No, Tom. But Larry <laughs> Clark was Mark the Prima's cousin. So anyway, oh, that, apropos of nothing. That story was but, pointless. But yeah, Larry Clark. Well Tom Clark is a comic <laughs> from Milwaukee that I know. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know Mike Clark? Let me tell you a story about you him. Remember that no Dave Clark Five? There's five of them. They had to start a band. <laughs> Tom Clark says, "What are your thoughts on the treasure in the Rockies hidden by this old millionaire Forrest Fenn? Have you heard about this fellow? No. <clears throat> this guy. I think it's the dude um, who put the. Let me see if it's the same guy. Uh, here's an article that is on CNBC. So just." Uh, Somewhere in the Rockies and roughly 1,000 miles between Santa Fe, New Mexico, and the Canadian border may be a treasure chest worth millions. A man who claims to have hidden the fortune back in 2010 is Forrest Fenn, now 87, a former Vietnam fighter pilot and art dealer. Hmm. And I think he left a poem. No, here it is. The main piece of guidance Fenn has offered is a cryptic 24-line poem he wrote in a self-published memoir, The Thrill of the Chase. And so they're like, they're, and here, I'll read the poem to you. So everybody has a chance at it. Anywhere in the Rocky Mountains, millions of dollars. As I have gone alone in there, and with my treasure bold, I can keep my secret where, and hint of riches, riches new and old. That doesn't say shit. Begin it where warm waters halt, and take it in the canyon down. Not far, but too far to walk. Put in below the home of Brown. So there's some clues. Hmm. You got it. You got it. Uh, that. So who's Brown's home? Below the house. I don't know. From there, it's no place for the meek. The end is ever drawing nigh. There'll be no paddle up your creek. Just heavy loads and water highs. So some rough waters. <laughs> loads. 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 Uh, you've been wise. If you've been wise and found the blaze, look quick, quickly down your quest to cease. But Terry Scant with Marvel, whatever, you could look it up. And it's a poem that is supposed to, but a couple people have died looking for it now. Hmm. And I think they, uh, I think he may be, <laughs> this is a quote from him. The treasure chest is not underwater, nor is it near the Rio Grande River. It's not necessary to move large rocks or climb up and down a steep precipice, he writes. Please remember that I was about 80 when I made two trips from my vehicle to where I hid the treasure. The search is supposed to be spun. I, you know what? I hope this is true. Uh-huh. And thanks for this guy for putting a little bit of, uh, you know, mystery in the world. Uh-huh. So, Tom Clark, my thought, my thoughts are, um, I don't know why a millionaire would be a prankster. I mean, like I don't know, like a real life Mister Burns kind of dickhead. <laughs> I think maybe this guy is just fun. Yeah, and. Uh, and uh, yeah, and I and I and I'm glad he's doing that for all the shit in the world. Somebody's just still being fun, uh-huh. especially in in a, a day and age when you can maybe lose that uh-huh. to just be fun. Yeah, oh, I got a bunch of money. I'm gonna be a weirdo with it. Yeah, that would be fun. Hmm, that's what I got for him. Interesting. 
to look further into that. <clears throat> Steve Bryson asked, Star Trek or Star Wars? Um, Indiana Jones, take a hike, nerd. <clears throat> Over the top. Ugh. <laughs> Heartwarming tale involving child custody battles and professional arm wrestling. Yeah. Brett Morrison asks, uh, I'll ask a second question. First one's kind of comedy inside baseball. Second question, if you don't live in L.A., what cities would you like to settle down in? A, from a comedy standpoint. B, from normal functioning life standpoint. And C, from a potentially paranormal experience standpoint. That's a great question. Oh, We've talked about this. just talking about that. Yeah, where would you live? If you didn't have to live in L.A. Like, I like L.A., but if I wasn't a comedian, I probably mm. wouldn't live here. I do love that desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like the desert. I like the desert. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like. That's what's fun about Palm Springs. It's like a silly mm-hmm. everything. You know, it feels like bedrock. Yeah, like all the mid-century modern design. You realize that's how all the houses were designed, but with boulders mm-hmm. instead of walls yeah. and the Flintstones. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I just like the landscape and the desert and the mystery of the desert, uh-huh. you know, sitting out, uh, that place we rented last time for last Halloween, was just yeah. you know, a good lot of distance between you and the neighbors and you could just sit on a porch and turn off all your lights if you want and just yeah. see a moon just light up. It like, looks like Mars, you yeah. know, and, uh, I go, de- I go desert mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. I like the desert. Um, I definitely uh, Pacific Northwest from a from maybe a uh, perspective normal functioning life standpoint and paranormal experience standpoint somewhere in the Pacific Northwest whether it's extreme Northern California or you know somewhere in Washington Redwood, State Redwood or Oregon Forest man that I like that Redwood Forest a lot yeah we hauled through that going uh, Humboldt going yeah. to Arcata from Portland yeah yeah I like uh, yeah I like uh, Humboldt and. All that area up there, but yeah, probably like to live up there if I wasn't uh, if it didn't have to be here. From a comedy standpoint, outside of L.A., I mean, of course, I'm biased, but it, you know, I wouldn't mind going back and spending some time in Atlanta. Great comedy scene, great city. You know, if I could uh, get to the point where I'm just you know touring and playing theaters or whatever, and didn't have to be in L.A. to to handle all this showbiz bullshit, I would probably. Hang out in Atlanta for a while, just tour from there, or you know, I don't know. You're at the point where you can just fucking move wherever you want, man. Uh, you talked about you were you were entertaining a few different places. Oh yeah, I'm getting a little fried out on old Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I love L.A., but man, it does it does wear you down. Love, well, that's something. Maybe I'll just go to Burbank. I don't know. Rachel still got to work. I got to get out of L.A. Got, I'm going to. Burbank. But it is. But you go to Burbank, it and it's different. like it's like oh, it's just it's like oh, it's the Bur- I can't believe I'm saying this. I just want something a little more suburban. Did city for a long time. I kind of I'm done with the amount of people. Dude, La Cunada. It is not Yeah, I yeah, love true. It there. Ooh, it's so pretty. It's just <clears throat> ten miles away, but it feels like you're in a different state. You heard it first, La Cunada. Mm-hmm. What else we got here? Um, uh, Luke Shalada. He's uh, hollered at us before. I like that name too. Just complimenting. We got our name. Our, our listeners have great names. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Shalada. Uh, in your opinion, what would be the most important tools slash supplies? To bring squatching for trapping, documenting, mating if you're into it. Ooh, fucking rubbers, yeah. man. Gym hats. Some lube. Uh, I don't know. If you're squatching, you know, you need some good camping gear. 
You know, you got to get way deep out in there. You can't you can't go squatching for like two hours. Good set know? of boots. You got to yeah. always always look out for your feet when you're mm-hmm. traveling. Plan on walking. Take care of your feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good camping gear. You know, maybe a firearm just in case. You know, not that you want to shoot and kill Bigfoot, but yeah, there's other across, stuff out there. You run across a grizzly bear or a goddamn mountain lion or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, documenting uh, a a decent video camera that, that doesn't shoot blurry pixelated horse shit. Yeah, that's a good one. That's the, yeah, that's the first and foremost. Get a, a good camera, camera and know how to use it. That's the, that is the most inexplicable part of any time somebody's like, we got footage. Mm-hmm. No. It, it, your phone, with all the trail cameras out there, that's, that's the, like, still, with all the trail cameras out there, we're mm-hmm. not catching Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think good cam- camera, that's a nice one. Christine Baker says, hey, boys, what's your worst or funniest roommate story? Ooh, I got a worse one than I. Yeah, I, I you got tell. you got some unspeakable ones. Yeah, I got one. I can't. Unmentionables. I had to wrestle a gun out of a guy's hand. Yeah, I had a guy. R.I.P. Roommate. I went by the name of Luz. L.U.Z. One name. Changed his name legally to just the Spanish word for light. <laughs> and he would get his mail and be like, "Mr. Luz, 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 Lucy." <laughs> and he would just look at. It, he's like, "Ah, oh, Kyle, don't ever change your name." I'm like, I hadn't planned on it. <laughs> But uh, he he passed away well, last year, year before. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he was like a like I've never met like we know drunks, mm-hmm. you know, we know people that drink a lot. But I never met like an alcoholic, really, like the kind you see on intervention and mm-hmm. stuff. He, well, he, he, he yeah dead. yeah I would kick. Well, no, I, I don't want to speak ill of dead, yeah. but like, but yeah, he would like be beer bottles next to the door, like he would wait for his ride for work in the morning. And one time he got sent home from work because they thought he was having a heart attack. And he just got home. He's like, I want chicken fried steak. I'm like, all right, I guess we'll go get chicken fried steak. And he would, like, wake up. I would come home and he'd be passed out in my room. I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> and I'd walk by his door, like, Saturday morning, and his door's just open. I'm going to the bathroom. He's just there just naked with a bottle of gin. I'm like, oh, I'll close your door for you. But, yeah, I eventually he had brought someone back from a... From the bar we were hanging out at, and it was like he was just drunk. He was on the floor trying to kick his motorcycle boots off, and one of them hit me in the face, and I choked him. And then I felt bad, and then I, and then I moved out. Oh man, I liked him, but it was like the guy who's the most fun to party with. You shouldn't live with. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you need that distance. Yeah, home like, should be a yeah a, a it, way to get away from it. That. Was dark. I got I'm. Got hooked up with him through an ex-girlfriend. Like I was looking for a place to stay. She's like, "Oh, my buddy's got a whole house." And it was Highland Park before Highland Park was what it is now. Mm-hmm. Like I got redirected because of a gang fight once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, like, go around. I'm like, you betcha. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, and he would like. I remember one time he was driving home from the bar so drunk, and I'm like, "I'll jump out of the car if you don't pull over." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "I'm opening the door." Like I was going to jump out if he didn't let me drive. Wow. And then uh, I left. I went back. We were friends again. I went back there, and I was getting some stuff a couple months later that I'd left. And uh, <clears throat> we just drank a bunch of whiskey and just shot a handgun off in his backyard because uh-huh. it was Highland Park back then, so yeah. you could just shoot at a banana tree with a twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't. That was a real dumb thing to do, but that's what we did. <laughs> Man. 
Uh, this is not a roommate story, but it's an apartment story. Uh, first time I ever lived on my own, uh, my own apartment. Um, first time I moved out from my parents' home, I was 19, and I lived with some buddies in Athens, Georgia, to uh, mm. to take a radio job. And I did that for six months, and then I moved into my own place, uh, my own little studio apartment in Gainesville, Georgia. And uh, I was the only uh, I was the only Caucasian in the entire complex, uh, which is fine. You know, rent was uh, <laughs> which is fine, which is very affordable. <laughs> like, oh no, I didn't I didn't have a problem, but like it was a little weird. Just like you know, I don't know. I just I got a lot of looks like, hey, what's this white boy doing here? I'm like, hey, sorry, rent's cheap. <laughs> I'm just moving in. I won't cause any trouble. But uh, real small, like. 350 square feet uh, studio apartment and um, set up kind of like a little shitty motel, you know, or just mm-hmm. one long strip of a building and then just boom, 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 all the way down, different apartments. Anyway, my very next door, right next door, was this young lady, and uh, I spoke to her just a couple of times, um, you know, nothing – Never really had a conversation mm-hmm. with her. Just friendly. Hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, one day I come home and uh, there's police everywhere. Mm-hmm. Police tape everywhere. Uh-oh. They wouldn't let me in my apartment at that time. I had to leave for like an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Um, she had uh, her, her brother mm-hmm. was visiting from out of town. And an estranged ex-boyfriend thought that brother was new lover, Uh. knocked on the door, brother answered the door, ex-boyfriend shot him in the face with a shotgun and killed him. God damn it, man. Thought that this guy, he had been spying or stalking or whatever and thought that this dude was her new lover, and that was just her brother visiting from out of town, opens the door, shotgun to the face, you're dead. Fucking hell, man. Right next door. That was fucking weird. That's rough. That's mm-hmm. a rough one. Yeah. A little uplifting uh, story for you there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to address Adrian Reyes says, Dave, how's the ghost hunting equipment I sent you working out? We have not been ghost hunting. We haven't been ghost hunting, but we, uh, Katie and I have been tinkering around with it. Oh, yeah. Well, because she, she thinks her place. You've been setting anything off? There's been some. I haven't quite mastered how to use it and what it all means. Yeah. But there's been some weird activity, some bleeps and blops. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I told you, in the apartment that I currently live in, Katie's lived there for five years. Yeah, she thinks... I've only been there for a few months. She saw a ghost. Oh, the 70s. 70s, the 70s Yeah, like a 18, 19-year-old boy with kind of a 70s blonde shag and bell-bottoms just sitting in her chair. She's got this old white, mm-hmm. just kind of upholstered, like, you know, 70s thrift store chair. Maybe the chair's and haunted. One day, she came out of the bedroom... And she saw crystal clear a young man sitting in the chair. He should, uh, yeah, maybe it's a chair. Yeah, and I told you. You, you can look up registry if I think if you find out if people died in a building or yeah. something like that. I think. I don't know. And I told you, we're right in between. To the, the left of us is a nursing home, and to the right of us is a hospice center. <laughs> so, and at least once or twice a week, there's an ambulance over there. Well, I remember, because I, I think I know the building you're talking about, and I would, see for, I would see for rent signs always, and I was like, I see, like, the sirens that like, we had. I don't want to deal with it. I've never seen an ambulance. Uh, not in a hurry. But so we're working on it, Adrian. Also, second question, where do I send you guys food? Our family makes this dessert made from rum pope, liquor made by nuns. 
Ooh, I trust the Catholics with liquor. Don't trust them with your kids. Trust them with making booze. They are drunks. <laughs> uh, for, Mom, for the holidays, that's amazing. We would like to send you some. Uh, uh, Dave, I trust you can... Yeah, email us, uh, boogiemonsterpodcast at gmail.com, and I will send you the address. And uh, I want to go to this other one, too. is a good one. Andy Sanders says, Hey, guys, wanted to get your thoughts on some of the best, worst supernatural weaknesses. Silver bullet kills a werewolf, wooden stakes, and crucifixes kill vampire. Caffeine kills Ben Stein. <laughs> is Ben Stein Mormon? I don't get that one. Maybe he's Mormon. I think Ben Stein is Jewish. Why? Uh, he appears to be Jewish. He's also a right wing. Is he? Yeah. Ben Stein. Uh, uh, you know what? I don't know what the fuck I'm looking up. Anyway, that's a good one. Yeah. <clears throat> What are some other weaknesses other than the ones you, the obvious ones you mentioned? Uh, vampires and werewolves. Uh, poltergeist seems to be an exorcism type situation, uh-huh. which is why why are exorcisms always Catholic? It's a great question. You know. Well, is it- and why would that work? Does that what if, what if the what if the demon what if the poltergeist isn't Catholic? You know, like somebody putting a <laughs> somebody putting a Jewish curse on you, and you're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll play by them rules. Yeah, whatever. Go, go for it. Yeah, Alakazam yourself. I don't know. Like, what it, it just doesn't matter. Um, what is it with vampires? Uh, you keep a vampire away with garlic. Garlic, yeah. I don't want to hang out with any idiot that's afraid of garlic. Yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. What's up? No, yo, you don't like flavor. That's what I'm saying. They're, they take things too seriously. Yeah. Bad at sex. They don't like flavor. Vampires suck, man. Oh, whoa, bang, bang. <laughs> oh man. Um, what else? What are the other ones? Is there something where if you get it wet, other than we were just talking about gremlins? Hmm. No, those are the aliens at the end of signs. Man, that was such a good movie up until the end. That was a great, scary alien movie up until the end. And how does it end? All the glasses of water mean... Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, the aliens can't get wet. So they landed on a planet that's covered 70% by the stuff they can't... uh, And that's why the little girl always had glasses of water. Yeah, like added up to that. But also, like somebody else pointed out, like, yeah, so they're just at night in cornfields covered in dew. That was where the whole thing fell apart. But leading up to that, that was a well done movie. Hmm. And then the end. Yeah, I did. But enjoy um, movie. I don't know. That Silver Bullet thing, like when uh, Joaquin tells Mel Gibson to just run around the house like angry or just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he just runs off the porch and goes, "I'm filled with rage." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plays a <laughs> plays a real dweeb. I'm filled with rage or something like that. I, how many how many things did you have to go through? Who was just rocking silver bullets, happenstance? Yeah, just just rolling around, just filling their gun with as much money as they could. Yeah. Ah, this one's diamonds. Yeah, <laughs> this one's silver bullets. Yeah, how did you figure that one out? <clears throat> what and what about what if it's not a bullet? Can you stab them with a silver knife? Hmm. Is it because it's poisonous? I have a lot of questions. Yeah. Wooden stakes on the on the vampire. Hmm. I feel like that was a joke somewhere too. Like you gotta kill him with a stake. Why well, he's got high cholesterol? Like no, a wooden stake. 
Um, yeah, uh, just wood. That's it. Vampire. Yeah. Ooh, I can also turn into a bat. Can you stab the bat? What if you stab the bat? Hmm. I don't know. Oh, well, a, lot of, a lot of holes in these things. I don't know how any of that works. Uh, obligatory food sub question around the holidays. A lot of holiday questions. On the holiday, my family drinks boiled custard. I never thought I'd hear those words together, Andy, and I uh, resent you for putting them Ooh. in my head. Boiled custard, not eggnog. Sounds gross, but it's pretty legit. Have y'all ever had it? No, I've never had boiled custard. <clears throat> Do you mean uh, pudding before it sets? <laughs> Isn't that what boiled custard is? Yeah. You ever make jello pudding? No. And it's just, well, it's just hot slop. And then you put it in the fridge and it turns into <laughs> it turns into pudding. It turns into spoonable pudding. But before that, it's whatever Andy's been drinking around the holidays. Ugh. Man, speaking of homemade pudding. Sure. You know what I wish? <laughs> You're the one dude who would have a fucking follow-up to the topic of homemade pudding. You know what my favorite thing to eat when I was a little kid? One is just just a treat. Just a delightful treat. Jello pudding pops. Yeah. My God, those were great. Yeah, yeah. Jello pudding pops, Bill Cosby jokes aside. Oh, my God. Yeah, pudding pops, delicious. Those were amazing. Sure Why did were. they stop making those? Did they? I've looked for years. Yeah. Jello pudding pop. They had the chocolate. They had the vanilla. They had the chocolate vanilla swirl. Holy I shit. gave you cancer. Jello pudding pops were the shit. And the texture <clears throat> that they would take on once you started mm-hmm. kind of softening them up yeah. a little bit. And, oh, man. I just. Rachel, we got a freezer full of little creamies here. Now, which ones are those? They're like, I don't know if it's just like a regional thing. Uh-huh. Uh, Rachel's dad and brother sent them to her there's a for her birthday. Sample joke there somewhere. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a, yeah. But sent like four dozen of these things huh. from Utah to here in the middle of a heat wave. So I just opened up a styrofoam cooler. They'd put dry ice in it, but dry ice was completely evaporated in the inside the containers. Room temperature of just. Packets of liquid that I, I refroze. They're fine. Yeah, they're all just misshapen. Man, little creamies. Ten-year-old Dave would be so disappointed in how few popsicles forty-one-year-old Dave eats. Um, what are you doing for sweet treats? I'm not right now. What were you doing for sweet treats? Crunch bar? You can fuck with a Nestle Crunch bar? You know what? Believe it or not, I don't have a huge sweet tooth. I'm a savory meal guy. I'm with you, too. I'm a fucking let's eat some fucking lunch, dude. I That's don't get my it. Problem. But well, like if I'm around somewhere and I got mm-hmm. drumsticks, mm-hmm. just the basic drumsticks, yeah. where it's like fudge or caramel. And if you got one with caramel, mm-hmm. like just in the middle, I love a drumstick. Yeah, those are the good. Dipped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used yeah. to eat uh, the ones. By the way, this reminds me. When you were in elementary school, did y'all have, like, an ice cream cooler? Would y'all go get ice cream a few times a week? We would have, like, you'd get the cups with the wooden spoon, with the wooden little just Uh half popsicle stick spoon, Mm -hmm. and it'd be the strawberry swirl and chocolate swirl. Those were good. I always liked those. I don't think it was every day. Surely not. But it seemed like at least once or twice a week, somewhere, you know, an hour or two after lunch, We'd all march down to the lunchroom. Yeah, there'd be like a special ice cream thing. And there'd be a huge 
cooler full of ice cream, and you'd give your teacher, you know, the 50 cents or whatever, and there was about five or six options. You could get the orange push-up thing. Yeah, yeah, push-pop. The sherbet sherbet push-pop. You could get the little cup of ice cream. Mm. But then they had these – there was a chocolate one and a strawberry one. The um, ice cream bars with a stick – that had the chocolate crumbs oh, or the pink strawberry crumbs. Yeah, yeah, I know that what you're. Shit. I know what you're talking about. Man, there. those were good. It was like ice cream truck ice cream. Yeah, 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 yeah. that kind of stuff. Man, Get yourself that. like a Mickey Mouse face or something. Yeah, yeah, but this just had like the the chocolate crumbs and mm-hmm. the strawberry crumbs. With, I know those. Yeah. Oh man, that was solid. That was that was one of my favorites. Kind of like a crunch bar. Yeah. But I was thinking, like, why? Like, I appreciated it at the time, but, like, maybe that's why Americans are so goddamn fat. Do we need to have a designated ice cream break as well, fucking eight-year-olds? How often do you – I mean, everybody gets a little treat. It felt I did like love it how was, people were, like, shit all over Michelle Obama for trying to just do a – making a healthy cause. Yeah. Like, um, the most benign yeah. thing you could do and people shit all over yeah. for it. Yeah. But, okay, yeah. fine. You drag your tumor of a child through Walmart. <laughs> let, let him eat whatever crumbs he can find underneath the racks in the chip aisle, you fucking slobs. While we're on the topic, what's the worst snack that you were Dude, not force-fed but corn like— Corn nuts. Yeah, corn nuts kind of sucks. I've said it before. I'll say it. It's like a bag of smoker's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a jack o' lantern had gingivitis. It's Ugh. fucking disgusting. Hard. Like, it's flavored rocks. Yeah. It's like rocks. It sucks. Hmm. Or puffed corn. Puffed corn. It's like instead of popcorn, it was like puffed. It was some, I don't know. It was some hmm. disappointment. I was always kind of disappointed in Funyuns. People like Funyuns, but yeah. it's a whole lot of nothing. <clears throat> I, yeah, just, yeah. I, you know what? It's just a flavor thing. Yeah, I like the powder. like salt. It's like munchos. Yeah, yeah. I love munchos. It's like I could just eat salt. You know what I did love in the mm. chip department? Uh, I guess they still make them. I haven't had them in years. Bugles, because you can put them on your little fingers and they look like little wizard hands. Oh, I know the Remember, bu- I know oh, the bugles. I was Bugle, well, nice. corn. They were the corn chips. Yeah, it had a nice texture, a nice yeah. crunch to it. You know what I? Don't like maybe I'll come around on it. Cheese it's. I don't like cheese it's. Oh, see, I I gotta disagree with you. Solid. I don't like I get that they're kinda uh, boring. I need but, some grease. They're so dry. Like pretzels. Uh-huh. What? No, there's no reason. Yeah. There's no reason. Yeah. Soft pretzels, whole different thing. Yeah. But just pretzels? Oh, and you get them unsalted? Oh. Just just eat just lick your shirt. Yeah. What's the point? Have I t- did I talk to you about Girlfriend Katie's weird new habit with the dried pasta. You did. That's weird. She's eating dried pasta. She's doing it a lot? Yeah. I'm worried about her. So, that's first. like something that you take an animal to the vet for. Yeah. <laughs> See, it really gets into the dry pasta. I don't know if that's a behavioral thing. Is it acting up for a reason? Well, it got worse this week because I... It's get- just a sheet of dry lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like eating it like a plate. Yeah. <laughs> well, she got into the. It, it is like a pet. She got into the box of pasta last week, <laughs> and she kind of mowed through that in a few days. And the whole time, I was like, she "Honey, have no teeth." Yeah, I was like, "Honey, are you okay?" Like, but then 
she willingly purchased a second box of pasta the other day for the sole purpose of eating dry. That's un. And I'm like, hey, we got to talk. That's not good. I'm very concerned. Digestion wise, yes. Doesn't it have to be soft so it could break down? You would think. She can poke her guts. Yeah. With a piece of dry spaghetti. And then she crunches on it. She will literally grab a grip of 15 to 20 sticks and just take a one-inch bite off of it. You know, just a whole stack. And then when she does that, they go, little shards go flying everywhere. I fucking stepped on one the other day. I thought it was a goddamn nail. I thought I was going to have a tetanus (laughs) shot. Fucking that's, stepped on a goddamn spear of dried pasta. That's real weird, man. Yeah, we're gonna have to have an intervention or something. And I'm like, it, it's empty calories, it's empty carbs. If you, I will cook the, I will boil the noodles for you and toss them in some butter and garlic or something. Like, yeah, why are you doing this? And she's just, she doesn't have an answer. The she temptation just me when alone. I'm making. Spaghetti or something, and just spaghetti, not even not even like a rigatoni noodle mm-hmm. or a mustard chili. Like a thin spaghetti, if one falls on a counter or something, mm-hmm. just to like do a little snap, 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 snap. Yeah. A little, you know, like a little ASMR pleasure. Yeah. But like, even after doing that, I'm like, I wish I didn't do that. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, and she eats like a goddamn animal anyway. She works out. She burns 10,000 calories a day, so she eats like she needs fuel. But, man, and she's she loves fruit. She's just on a fr- she ate a box of fucking figs the other day. I came home just a, a a box of figs. I didn't know figs came in a box. Yeah, just like a fucking fig newtons? No, 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 figs. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, figs. Figs. <laughs> That's all right. That's a fruit. But it's just weird and does she leaves these little the cores and the pits, there's just fruit carcasses all over the fucking living room. <laughs> And she's strong, too. She loves she's peaches. Strong. She'll snap a peach in half like a fucking chimpanzee. <laughs> she's out of control. You live with an animal. <laughs> it is. It's like living with a goddamn giraffe. She's tall. She's 5'11". She's just eating figs. It's like a goddamn zookeeper over there. <laughs> I think we could wrap it up after that All one. Right. That's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> I mean, I love her, but Jesus Christ. Between the figs and the peaches and the uh, fucking dried pasta, it is like living with a farm animal. <laughs> All right. Well, should we land this you, plane? You want to you throw it? There's still... There I think we don't even have to ask for questions for the next one, and we could just take these. Yeah. There's still so many more good ones. Hmm. You know? Matt Gee has good ones. Corey Lovejoy. Oh, yucca man. Here's one for you, Kyle. Uh, Phil Schultz again. Uh, Kyle, uh, what shows did you see at Off the Alley? My wife is your age and was probably at Screeching Weasel or The Queers a few times. Uh, What's Off the Alley? Off the Alley was a club in Homewood. Who did I go see down there? I Because all the bands that would play there, it was kind of just far enough out of the way. That they would still either have just recently played a venue closer to me. So I never made the trek to go to Homewood because a lot of the bands would just play in Chicago. But who did I see down there? We played there a couple times, and I think I went out of my way to see, fuck, maybe the Parasites. But otherwise, I would see all the bands, you know. 
Off the alley was always – there was south side, so they would always have like – you know, I hear the rumors. They always had the skinheads there mm. in that place. They ripped us off one time too because we brought a bunch of people when we played. And then we're like – they ask, who are you here to see at the door? Yeah. And then like we got like 20 bucks. We're like that's – I could sit here right now and tell you how many people are here mm-hmm. that said to see us and how much they paid. So I just thought that place was fucking hmm. a scammer. Yeah. But uh, anyway. All right. That one. See, we could have ended. Could have ended on a high fun thing. Corey Lovejoy says, hi, are you guys not afraid of the Yucca Man when you're camping in Joshua Tree? I don't know about the Yucca Man, but I will look it up. Yep. We'll said, my husband up. sadly grew up in 29 Palms and said he's real and dangerous. So okay. Well, I, this is now. Now maybe you ruined the Joshua Tree for me. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Lovejoy. We're like... Love, love, let no more like buzz, ki- oh, whatever. Fuck, hey, buddy. I don't know. I don't know there's, there's so many good questions. I think we got to start going and get these. Yeah. Anyway, thanks so much, everybody. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you. Seriously, appreciate uh, the support. patreoncom slash monster. Uh, this comes out. Uh, maybe this hopefully come out Friday. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to Jason Isbell Friday night. Yeah, you go see some at the at the Greek. Anybody at Isbell at the Greek in L.A. Say hello. I'll be the uh, I'll be the white bearded guy. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see, Dave. I should give you. Did you get tickets already? Uh, yeah. Oh, I told you how I went. Singer and I went and saw Dwight Yoakam, Dwight Yoakam and some guy was just gave us a good deal. I'm yeah. like, it's there's no way it's real, and he yeah. just he's like, pay me once you're inside, pay me through the fence. Huh? He's like, really? And the tickets clicked, and I gave him the money. Wow. He's like, take my number. Singer's got his number. Oh, okay. Anyway, good to know. Um, All right, yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, tell a friend. Four dollars a month to get this uh, new new Dave's Kitchen coming out in, uh, any day now. Uh, starting my new uh, keto series, uh, doing uh, for the next several months until I reach my goal weight. We're going to be doing keto recipes on Dave's Kitchen, which uh, brought uh, brought Rachel a sample of that today. There, yeah, so let good. me know what she thinks of that. Uh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. But it's, it's, a, it's a tasty treat. So, all right, guys, thank you so much. Holla at your boys. The Boogie Monster. Thank you.